The Direction Daily Gold Miners Index Bull and Bear 3X Shares ETFs. Trade under the ticker NUGT for the 3X Bull and DUST for the 3X Bear. These leveraged ETFs seek a return that is 300% of the performance of the NYSE ARCA Gold Miners Index for a single day. The Gold Miners Index holdings include names such as Barrick Gold, Newmont Mining, Franco Nevada, and Newcrest Mining, with index country weightings including Canada, Australia, United States, and South Africa. These are highly leveraged ETFs with daily resetting designed for short-term trading, not long-term investing. To magnify your short-term perspective, whether you're a bull or a bear on gold miners, you choose the direction. For up-to-date pricing and performance, go to Direction.com. Index holdings are subject to change. Investing in the funds involves significant risk and should only be utilized by investors who understand the impact of leverage and actively monitor their portfolio. They are not designed to track the underlying index for more than a day. Before investing, carefully consider a fund's investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses contained in the prospectus available at Direction.com. Read carefully. Distributor Foresight Fund Services. In case you didn't get the memo, Isaac Newton's second law of motion states that the time rate of change for momentum is equal to the force acting on the particle. Personally, I think my first law of motion is a lot easier to understand. Do not get in front of any fast-moving freight trains. Get out of the way, or better yet, get behind it. Motion philosophizing aside, on today's ETF battles, we've got an audience-requested triple header between three momentum factor ETFs. So which ETF has the better momentum strategy? Find out right after this. You're watching ETF Battles. I'm Ron DeLegge. And for myself and the rest of the team, we're really glad to see you again. Keep your ETF battle requests coming. Hit us up with your ETF tickers in the comment section below or on our Twitter feed at ETF Guide. Don't forget to punch the subscribe button and the like button if you've been enjoying our original programs. You can now watch ETF Guide TV on Roku as well as Amazon Fire TV. Plus, you can also tune in on major podcasting platforms like iTunes and Spotify. We're everywhere. Be sure to check out the description section below. We've got links to our program sponsor, Direction Investments. Plus, join the waiting list for our margin of safety investing tool. Now, today's ETF battle was requested by a viewer named Manuel. It's between a trio of momentum ETFs. We've got QMOM from Alpha Architect versus MTUM from BlackRock and SPMO from Invesco. Judging today's Momentum ETF showdown, we've got Shana Sizzle with Banrion Capital and Cynthia Murphy with Toroso Investments. Judges, welcome back. Hey, Ron. Hey, Shana. Good to see you guys. I'm very happy to be here. Thanks for having me again. So our four battle categories are cost, exposure, strategy, performance, and then the mystery category. We're going to burn through each of these categories one at a time, and the composite results will be reported later on in the show via our final scorecard. Our judges can opt for split decisions. They can nominate wildcard ETFs if they feel there's a better choice elsewhere. It's completely up to them. Also know that none of the battle outcomes are ever predetermined or known in advance by myself or any of our judges. So let's start with the first category, which is cost. Shana, please give us your analysis. So this is pretty cut and dry in, in many respects. Uh, QMOM at 49 basis points is by far and away the most expensive. It's even expensive uh, when you do average comparison to ETFs uh, in general. And so really it comes down to both MTUM and SPMO. 
15 basis points for MTUM for the BlackRock product and 13 basis points for SPMO. But believe it or not, those two basis points do not offer an advantage for SPMO. In fact, the better cost-efficient product is MTUM at 15 basis points because it is a larger fund. It trades far more frequently. It has a much better liquidity and much lower price spread. So ultimately, even though it is 15 basis points, uh, which is two basis points more expensive than SPMO, all things considered, including liquidity and price spread, MTUM is my winner in this category. That's a solid start. Thank you, Shana. Cynthia, you're up next. How do you see it in terms of cost? Uh, I agree 100%. I mean, the two basis point difference does not is not enough to make up for the liquidity you get in MTUM, which trades almost 25 times as much as SPMO on any given day, 50 times as much as QMOM, and does that at almost pennywise spreads practically, where SPMO you're going to pay 17 basis points on average to trade. So it's, uh, you know, if you look at it as a whole package, MTUM is definitely the winner here. Exposure strategy is the next category. Cynthia, you're still up. Please give us your analysis. Well, this category to me is a battle of minutia. Uh, in a way, these all three funds set out to deliver the momentum factor adjusted for what they call smoothness. So some level of volatility metric here. So you really have to split, uh, you know, hairs to understand where really the differences are. So, you know, at a very basic level, MTUM is a total market ETF, QMOM, only looks for NYSE listed stocks. SPMO only looks within the S&P 500 universe. So right there, you already have to make a decision, which of these three universes do you want to go fish for your momentum names? Uh, and then all three capture it a little bit different. So MTUM, like SPMO and, and QMOM, they, they look for that momentum factor. But MTUM look at stock price growth in the past six to 12 months but then they adjust that for volatility uh, over the past three years. They're looking to deliver as smooth a trend line as you can in this factor. SPMO and QMOM both look at just the past 12 months, excluding the most recent month. But then they do this volatility capture. One really just flat out adjusts the weighting from volatility. QMOM actually looks at the number of positive performance days in the last 12 months as a metric to determine which stocks gets the biggest weighting. And then at the end of the day, you look at concentration, which is what's so interesting here is that from a portfolio holding perspective, MTUM has more than 120 holdings versus about 50 for QMOM and SPMO somewhere there in the middle. But QMOM from a portfolio, from a single stock risk, actually, you could argue is more diversified because it's equally weighted. So you have maybe 20% uh, allocated to the top 10 holdings where in MTUM you have like 40, 45%. So another thing you have to consider when, what do you want? What kind of single stock risk you're looking to have? And then finally you have then your sector allocations. All of these differences from the universe they pick to how they, they price in, how they calculate the momentum and how they do the volatility screen means sector tilts difference. Key moms, in the end, today, the biggest bet is energy. MTUMs is healthcare. SPMO is financials. So you have to go have an opinion on your sector exposure as well. So putting all of this together, which I think is really tough to say who wins here, because 
They're all capturing that factor, but doing it in very different ways. I actually am going to give the edge to QMOM, which is almost surprising myself, but I, I like the equal weighting. I like the the frequency of the rebalances, which is part of the strategy and, and, and part of the, the performance. I like where it sits today in terms of a portfolio for the market environment we're in right now. Um, so I'm going to give the edge to QMOM. Got you down. Thank you very much, uh, Cynthia. Shana, you're up next. How do you see it? in terms of exposure strategy? Well, I agree with everything that Cynthia said. These are uh, taking momentum and doing it in different ways and have very different outcomes. There's two things that I did want to highlight, though. First being the rebalancing schedule here really does matter. So MTUM and SPMO, they rebalance semi-annually. And QMOM rebalances quarterly. And the case of a factor like momentum, where at inflection points, changes in leadership can really make or break the performance of a fund, having more frequent rebalancing really does matter here. And then when you look at the actual breakdown of how they get their exposures, all these funds add a little something. MTUM is the purest of the three offerings in terms of really just focusing on that momentum factor. SPMO actually uses market capitalization as part of how they construct their portfolios, which is part of the reason they have a very different sector uh, allocation versus MTUM. And then when you look at QMOM, they actually include a quality factor. So they are trying to screen out low quality names. And again, this results in a different outcome. And then lastly, concentration. It's odd because you look at QMOM and think that that had the biggest concentration risk, but because it is equal weighted, even though it has half as many securities uh, as the other two, it actually is a better diversified portfolio because every holding has about a 2% weighting, give or take a few basis points. When you look at MTUM, you have concentration of about 42% in those top 10 holdings and it's even more apparent in SPMO, where roughly 50% of the weighting of the portfolio is in those top 10 holdings. So when it comes to overall diversification, even though QMOM is the most concentrated, it actually is the most diversified in its weighting scheme. So for me, I actually like QMOM the best in this particular category. That takes us next to performance. Shana, you're still up, so break it down for us. Well, this is pretty simple. QMOM absolutely blows the other two out of the water. It is significantly better in its performance, and I think that has to do with the fact that it has a more f frequent rebalancing schedule, that it does screen for quality, so it's getting higher quality, high momentum names, and it is you know, equal weighted. So you're not so heavily concentrated in those top 10 names that are driving all the performance. And so the fund just overall time periods that we have common performance data absolutely blows the other two out, out of the water. The market capitalization weighting and the slightly more concentrated nature of uh, SPMO seems to also help that fund a little bit as it does do much better than MTUM. Uh, but in this category, QMOM is the clear winner, and it's not even close. 
Cynthia, you're up next. How do you see it in terms of performance? Yeah, I mean, there's no argument here. Uh, that's 100% true, and I 100% agree. What I think is fascinating is, you know, MTUM is the massive fund in this category, is the most popular, is the most liquid, is the most talked about, is the one everybody references as a benchmark to momentum investing, and it is the worst performing year to date in a one two, three, five-year basis. So, you know, as an investor out there, it's a good reminder to not just get caught up on what is everybody else buying? What is everybody else talking about it? And just make that your easy button choice uh, because uh, it could be that the performance isn't there relative to other options, which is the beauty of the ETF market. There's so many options to choose from. So, you know, QMOM really has crushed everyone in this category. That takes us next to the mystery battle category. This is where our judges can pick that single factor or multiple factors to make their argument. Cynthia, what is your mystery battle category and which ETF wins it? So my original mystery battle category was rebalancing schedule, which Shane, I covered already extensively. But I am going to adjust that uh, to add active management or passive versus active. Uh, QMOM rebalances every quarter. If you are a momentum investor, you probably see all the headlines that come out every time MTUM is going to have a rebalance. It's a market event. It's This is a $10 billion fund. People anticipate it. It only happens twice a year. Where is this going? QMOM does every quarter, right before the end of the quarter. Uh, it's very nimble. It is ready to jump on where the momentum factor is going. And part of that is because it's an actively managed fund, which it costs more, but maybe this is a place where the fee makes sense. The fee pays for itself because you do get enough outperformance uh, from that active management, from the more regular rebalancing. So I think that, you know, we don't often talk about rebalancing. We don't think that much about it. But I think rebalancing schedule when it comes to factor investing like momentum, um, it really matters. And QMOM wins here. Thank you, Cynthia. Shana, you're up next. What is your mystery battle category and who wins it? So Cynthia kind of stole my idea. Um, we didn't talk about it ahead of time, so I, I can't begrudge her for doing that. Uh, but I'm going to actually kind of flip it on its head and use my mystery category to kind of point out that this is a perfect example where the intense focus on what's cheapest doesn't always make sense. Why you should always focus on net returns after fees, because even net of fees, QMOM is the better investment across the three. And you look at something like SPMO, and if I'm going to go completely passive, SPMO is still the better play, even though cost-wise, MTUM won that battle. So in this case, when you look at fees and you stay too fixated on what's the cheapest and you don't consider the entire package, uh, you might make a choice where you end up in the investment that performs the poorest, even net of fees. And so in this case, if I were going to rank them, it would be QMOM to SPMO to MTUM. And in that case, I kind of rank them reverse of how they scored in the cost category. So this is a perfect example of why the importance of focusing on the overall strategy and how it's being employed and then how that works out net of fees is extremely important. And we need to focus on that. Shana stirring the pot with bogle heads. I love it. Let's irritate them. Now, before we move on, we're going to let our judges declare an overall 
battle winner. Each of them will have their chance. So let's begin with Shana. Who is your overall battle winner? I am surprised myself at the winner. I did not go into it thinking this would be the case, but in the end, it's QMOM. It's the most expensive. It's the smallest. It's the most outside of the box. But in the end, the way that it approaches this particular factor of momentum, this is the most successful approach. So in my mind, it might be more expensive. It might be more concentrated, but the way that it approaches momentum is the way that performs best over the time periods that we're looking at. And I think we'll continue to do well, particularly due to the rebalancing schedule and the equal weighted nature of the product. So QMOM is my winner. All right, Cynthia, your final chance to give us your overall battle winner. Uh, I am going to go with QMOM as well. Uh, It's a little bit of a surprising pick, perhaps. I am actually surprised this fund isn't bigger and more widely adopted, uh, it really stands out. It really does the job. And it really debunks the cost uh, argument that lower cost is always best, as Shana pointed out. So I think QAM is is really this, the winner in this category, which is kind of exciting anytime you can find a fund that's not perhaps as mainstream and is actually delivering the best result. Well, our judges have spoken, and according to my battle scorecard. Today's winner is QMOM. Both judges made the point very firmly that, hey, listen, even though QMOM costs a little bit more, it's been a better performer. It's also got a more frequent rebalancing schedule, which helps for this particular factor, which is momentum. And then even though it's got a more concentrated portfolio, it's equally weighted. So that kind of balances things out. But overall, our judges agree that QMOM is the best ETF out of this trio of Momentum Factor ETFs. Great job to Cynthia and Shana for breaking it down for us. Well done. And we look forward to having you back. Iran, always a pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. This was fun. Be sure to visit the description section below for research links to our judges. And while you're there, check out the link to our program sponsor, Direction Investments. So which ETF battle would you like to see in our next episode? Post your ETF ticker symbols in our YouTube comment section below or hit us up on Twitter at ETF Guide. And don't forget to subscribe to ETF Guide TV. I'm Ron DeLegge. Thanks for watching. We'll see you next time. The Direction Daily Gold Miners Index Bull and Bear 3X Shares ETFs trade under the ticker NUGT for the 3X Bull and DUST for the 3X Bear. These leveraged ETFs seek a return that is 300% of the performance of the NYSE ARCA Gold Miners Index for a single day. The Gold Miners Index holdings include names such as Barrick Gold, Newmont Mining, Franco Nevada, and Newcrest Mining, with index country weightings including Canada, Australia, United States, and South Africa. These are highly leveraged ETFs with daily resetting designed for short-term trading, not long-term investing. To magnify your short-term perspective, whether you're a bull or a bear on gold miners, you choose the direction. For up-to-date pricing and performance, go to Direction.com. Index holdings are subject to change. Investing in the funds involves significant risk and should only be utilized by investors who understand the impact of leverage and actively monitor their portfolio. They are not designed to track the underlying index for more than a day. Before investing, carefully consider a fund's investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses contained in the prospectus available at Direction.com. Read carefully. Distributor Foresight Fund Services.